Welcome to another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. I am your host, Ben the Conservatarian. And what I first want to start talking about is the fact that you've got rhinos and Democrats that are out there pushing the Ukraine war. And you got Zelensky out there asking for more money. And he is saying that they need to combat climate change. You know exactly what the deep state globalists, what the crooked and corrupt politicians are all about. Why is there so many connections with Ukraine? Why are there so many politicians that are pushing to fund this endless proxy war that is going on? And then you got Zelensky that is now saying that he wants Marina. Abramovich to be his ambassador of Ukraine. (laughs) Man, you cannot make this stuff up. And anybody that knows who Marina Abramovich is, she is what you would call a spare cooker. I think I've talked about her before, but she is basically a spare cooker. She's trying to communicate with spirits from other realms, and she definitely is 100% satanic. I mean, you've got what they call art, which we know damn well it isn't art, but she has photographs of rubbing herself with blood, human feces, and semen. It's absolutely disgusting. But the crazy thing is, this is the kind of stuff that the elitists, that the globalists, they're all about. They're all about this satanic worship, this Luciferian garbage, pushing it because we've seen it for a long time. I mean, you look at like what's in Hollywood, where it's a whole bunch of pedophiles and they put hidden symbolism. You're talking Disney does it. You're talking all these different companies do it. Hollywood is a cesspool, an absolute cesspool. And then you've got people like Marina Abramovich that has done all sorts of weird stuff. I mean, we're talking about parties where basically they have food that looks like a dead human person. And who's to say that it isn't? I don't know, it's so weird, and you see it's circulating around the internet. She's just a a weirdo, and so many people uh, just are eating this stuff up, and and they claim that this sort of stuff is art, and it's absolutely 100% not art. It's disgusting, and it's depraved, and I cannot believe, well, I can believe, that somebody like Zelensky, a puppet for the deep state, will be pushing to have her as his ambassador. It's so crazy. So, so crazy. And you got people now out in New York that are absolutely pissed off the way that the mayor, Adams, is handling all of the migrants, illegal immigrants that are coming through the border 
and being sent to New York. You got so many people that are absolutely pissed off. And I'm going to play this clip of some weird stuff that happened in New York. Does anybody live in New York City and did you just have your house sprayed with pesticides? I was in my living room, my windows are open, these trucks come by, they're making these dystopian announcements. Run inside, get inside. spray for West Nile and mosquitoes. You cannot make this stuff up. Who's to say that it isn't something else? It's so crazy. And you've got people that have been out there protesting and yelling at the mayor, and they want to get to the bottom of what is going on. They're absolutely pissed off at the way that the government is treating their citizens. Here's a clip from the other day of people that were out there protesting with the buses that were coming to New York with the migrants in them. So you got these people that are out there protesting. You got them spraying for West Nile. God only knows what was in the spray. We have no idea. How can you trust New York? Their government absolutely sucks. It's like the federal government. It's a cesspool there. You got all these illegals coming there. They're being bust there. All this sort of stuff that's going on. And you got rhinos that are pushing for the Ukraine proxy war. And then you've got the fact that there's a potential government shutdown. Who cares about the government? You could close down 90% of the government and it wouldn't affect anybody at all. People wouldn't even know that it was gone. <laughs> I don't know, it's so crazy. And then you got Ken Paxton, the AG of Texas. The fact that they're crooked government there which is full of rhinos bush republicans that tried to have this guy ousted and this guy has done nothing but try to fix so many different things on so many different levels and why they wanted to get rid of him is because he knew that the election in 2020 was rigged he knew that the election in 2022 was rigged. That's why they went after him. That's why they tried to destroy him. 
he knew too much and he had a backbone and he was he knew way too much and that's why the establishment that's why the damn rhinos in Texas tried to impeach this guy there was no evidence there was nothing pointing to a reason as to why this guy should be impeached it's because the rhinos along with the democrats and their state house didn't like the guy that is why and i'm going to play a short clip from tucker carlson interviewing him and we also have a voter fraud issue because we now can't prosecute voter fraud in Texas because the Court of Criminal Appeals in Texas struck down a statute from 1951 that directed the Attorney General, I wasn't there in 51, but we would prosecute voter fraud because these local DAs who are controlled by Soros in the big counties like Travis, which is Austin, yeah. or Harris, which is Houston, or Bear, which is San Antonio, they are not going to prosecute. So we were doing it. We had 900 cases, so this whole idea there's no voter fraud, complete fabrication. We were prosecuting. I only had one lawyer when I started to prosecute this. I got the legislature giving me more. We were fully busy prosecuting voter fraud. And then suddenly the Court of Criminal Appeals, all Republicans said, nope, it's unconstitutional for the Attorney General to be in court because he's in the executive branch. That was their reasoning. To be in court, I thought. To be I'm not a lot because it's, I, that's a, they said that was a judicial function, so I, I no longer could be in court. Now, if they're right, you know, the Court of Criminal Appeals, they're the final court in our state on criminal matters. So they're like the Supreme Court in that. But the Supreme Court does, is the final say on, on civil matters. So they were able to strike down one area of, uh, of law for us if they're right, the Supreme Court should tell me that no, I shouldn't be allowed to be in court on civil cases either because I'm in the executive branch. Well, and if that was right, every attorney general in the country should no longer be allowed to go to court. I'm confused. So the attorney general in the state of Texas is not allowed to prosecute voter fraud? That's correct. Even though the legislature directed it. It's one of the things that I'm, I'm told to do four things in the Texas Constitution. And one of those things is such things as are required by law. Who makes the law? The Texas legislature. The legislature passed a law in 51 that directed the attorney general to prosecute voter fraud, largely because I think that they didn't trust the local DAs to get that done because it's very political. And so that's what we did. We prosecuted voter fraud. And we had plenty of it. And now, guess what? There's no prosecution for voter fraud. But that's fraud. the core defense of democracy is prosecuting voter if fraud. If we don't fix this, if the Court of Criminal Appeals, who I am concerned was put there by George Soros, because no one knows who they are. They're all Republicans, but we don't. Even Republicans don't know who they are. If I go to a room of Republicans and I say, can you name one person on the Court of Criminal Appeals? I'm lucky if I can get one. And so by, I think it was a genius move by getting the right people on there. We now have no defense because the local DAs won't do it. And now I'm supposedly not allowed to do it. So I tried to get the, the legislature to pass a law to reauthorize it. The Senate overwhelmingly passed it. And guess what I was told in the Texas House by Dave Gillen's uh, team? We don't have time for that. We're not going to do it. We don't have time to prosecute voter fraud? We don't have time to reauthorize that statute so that I have I can go back and start prosecuting voter fraud and go change the makeup of the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. I was told by the speaker, we don't have time for that. It, in my opinion, most important issue we have because every other issue falls on whether we can elect the right people. Of course, and whether voters have the power to send their choice into office. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous as to what is going on in Texas. It's so pathetic. It's so pathetic. And here is another clip of him talking to Tucker Carlson about the voter fraud. 
They stopped counting votes on election night? Because what they needed to figure out was how many real votes there were so they could figure out how many mail-in ballots to apply to the election. That's what they would have done in Texas. I'm convinced. So you think that was fraud, right? I have no doubt, having been through that whole process. It wasn't just a water leak? (laughs) It was definitely planned. I mean, it would have happened in Texas. I promise you. But can you you just stop counting ballots on election night when everyone's watching TV? Oh, I know. Have you ever seen that before, ever? For three hours? Well, you tell me. You're the one who's in politics. I've never seen it before in my life. I was like, I knew it. When they stopped, and it was, and Trump is leading in all these states, I knew exactly what they were doing. Because there's no way to know where those mail-in ballots came. Anybody could have filled them out. Anybody. There's no way to know where those ballots came from. That's, That's not a dangerous conspiracy theory? It's, I'm, I watched it happen. I was a part of it. They stopped counting votes? Yeah, we know that they stopped counting votes. I've seen multiple videos on it. I mean, it was on live television. When they switched votes, when they stopped counting votes, when you had that water leak in Georgia, and then when everybody leaves, then they just keep printing off more and more ballots, and then they just keep running the same ones over and over again through the machines. We saw this happen. We saw this happen. And so many of these people are doing absolutely nothing about it. And we're talking about rhinos. Where's Kemp on it? He's nowhere. Where's Rathisberger? Nowhere. (laughs) Nowhere to be found. And then they could try to go after Donald Trump for election interference. It's absolutely pathetic. Because basically, what is going on is the rhinos and the Democrats, what they've been doing is they are trying to project all the nefarious things, all the crimes, all the, all the shenanigans that they've been doing. They've been trying to project that onto Trump, and it is not working. It's because there is no there there. There's nothing. There is no evidence that Donald Trump did a damn thing to inhibit voter integrity, to inhibit the ability to have free and fair elections. These guys just don't want to do anything about it because they are the same people that get elected by cheating. They are cheaters. There are rhinos that are cheating, and there's a whole bunch of Democrats that are cheating. And the problem is, is you got conservatives and just regular Republicans that are trying to play by different rules. Well, I can tell you, if you don't start playing by the same rules or you don't change these rules to where it's fair for everybody, then we're going to keep losing. We've got to get a hold of this voter fraud stuff that is going on. Because otherwise, we're not going to be able to fix a damn thing in this country. And we're seeing what is going on. Chaos at the border. You got, on average, right now, almost 9,000 people coming to the border every single day in the U.S. 9,000! And nothing is being done. And then all these people are being shipped into other states. And some people can say, well, yeah, I just want them to have a taste of our own medicine. 
Well, that's not how we fix the problem. We need to have a border. And these Republicans in the House need to stand firm against McCarthy with the budget and say, we are not going to fund the government one dollar, one dollar, till we get this stuff under control down at the border. They need to allocate funds and they need to start building a wall. Otherwise, I want the federal government to shut down and I want to stay shut down until they fix that. And here is a clip from the hearing about funding Homeland Security. You can hear for yourself. This is what the rhinos are doing. This is what McCarthy is doing. They're sitting on their ass and doing absolutely nothing. Well, let me take a step back. I take it you would describe the situation on our southern border as urgent? Yes. Yeah. And I don't think you'd be alone in that view. When did the Homeland Security Subcommittee hold hearings on this bill that we're considering today? My understanding is you held a lot of hearings. Right. And, and I believe we passed it in the full committee in July. You passed but, uh, it, would, would it, would June 21st of this year sound about right? That the full committee marked up your bill? Uh, I'll defer to you, sir, if yep. you have the date there. I, I know that I've been working on it since the day I was appointed as chairman with my dear friend Henry Cuellar to find, try to find better ways to make the, uh, implement a strategy to contain what's happening at the border because it's a national shame. And I, for one, want to say I appreciate your commitment. The question I have is why has it taken 100 days for the Homeland Security Subcommittee and the Full Appropriations Committee to bring this bill to the Rules Committee if the situation on the southern border is as urgent as you and I both believe it is? Well, I, I certainly agree that if it was, I was, uh, you know, running this place, uh, you know, I prioritize things perhaps in a different way. But the Are way you it, running the place? Who is in charge? Well, uh, do I talk to the Republican whip? Do I talk to Speaker McCarthy? Who, who, who do I ask this question of? Well, the appropriations process normally takes place during we have our field hearings throughout the, the first six months of the year. Sure. July, generally, as we have processed 10 of our 12 bills, the other two should get done shortly. You did your work. It June 21st, you finished, you marked up the bill. June 21st was 100 days ago. Correct. What, I, that's what I'm, all I'm trying to ask is what happened in this intervening 100 days? Why didn't we take up this bill last month or maybe in July? I, I don't. Well, I've been ready to go on June 22nd, sir, but I don't dictate the schedule. Do you understand why the American people would be frustrated as they see a Republican caucus that can purports and, and, and states that the situation on our southern border is urgent but waits 100 days to bring a Homeland Security funding bill to the House floor? Would that sir, make sense may to I you? respond, sir? Yeah, of course. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah no, because I think the American people are completely frustrated because... You know, if you look at it, uh, I remember, I think it was my dear friend, Mario Diaz-Balart, who had presidents of the countries he's talked about before, who came here in 14 and 15, who said, we want our children. We want them to stay home. We wish the president at that time, President Obama, would say, you're not welcome here. And when he did that, when he started deporting people and pushing back on, on the entry, guess what? The numbers went down, and they stayed down. But this administration, from day one, has said there's a green light here. Please come. Now talking about giving Venezuelans cards and wish they could work in this country and stay in this country 
and they don't care whether or not these people are coming across the border. You can't call what's happening down there Christian. You cannot call it humane. The, uh, the journey yeah, these people are taking to come to freedom is not fair to anyone, and the American people are having to pay for it. And, and I, can, I can tell your passion. And, I, I, and again, as I said, Mr. Joyce, Mr. Chairman, we, I, I understand your passion, I understand your commitment, and I understand that your subcommittee did its job working with Mr. Cuellar, holding a series of hearings earlier this year, and the Appropriations Committee. Uh, you know, I have substantive disagreements which we'll go through with respect to this particular bill, but the, the committee marked up the bill. And my point that I'm simply trying to, to better understand, I suppose, or the question that I am trying to reconcile is, in my mind is why the House Republican majority decided to spend the summer on bills regarding gas stoves and the lesser prairie chicken and then send everyone home for a 47-day recess only to come back and seven days before the government is slated to shut down and troops and Border Patrol agents are slated to not receive paychecks decide that now they'd like to bring this bill to the floor. That is my point, I, and, I, and you, you, your answer in the very beginning was a candid one, that you know, I, I should talk to who's running the place, and that clearly is the speaker and the Republican leadership. So I suppose, you know, I don't know that they, they testify in front of this committee, so uh, maybe I'll be waiting, and the American people. It's crazy because McCarthy is sitting on his ass doing absolutely nothing as of the date of this video, which was the 22nd of September, and this was from C-SPAN, in these hearings, a hundred days that this bill has been sitting and doing nothing. And then you know what happens is, well, it's September 30th, you know, we either gotta fund the federal government or we gotta shut it down. They do this time and time again, and it's so annoying and it's so ridiculous because this is not the way that it should happen. You should be voting on funding individual portions of the federal government. But they try to lump sum everything in to where you're either for everything or you're against everything. Well, look at the trillions of dollars we're in debt. And we're spending, we're currently spending seven trillion and we're taking in five trillion. We want to just keep adding towards the debt because where we get it from is China. So we're going to keep enriching China where we're screwing the American people. It's just like funding the Ukraine proxy war. Where do you think all the billions of dollars have come from? It's come from the Bank of China. We are literally taking money from China to fund somebody else's war. Does that make any sense to anyone? It makes absolutely zero sense. Why would you spend more money than what you're taking in? It's only common sense. That is what every person that owns a home should be doing is they should be budgeting. What the hell is the difference between that and the house? The house has the power of the purse. So why are you continually funding the government and spending more money than what is coming in? It makes absolutely zero sense. Anyways, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon.
So like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. Hit the like button. It helps with the algorithm. And then I want to give a shout out to my buddies over at the Solomon Clothing Company. Everything is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything is 100% made in America. So head over to the website, type in the promo code AWAKENOTWOKE at checkout, and you'll get 10% off on your purchase. I don't know. This is why I say all the time is in a lot of ways, there's literally zero difference between Republicans and Democrats. Because you have a portion of the Republicans, I would dare say it's probably the majority of Republicans are frickin' rhinos. So they go right along with the Democrats and go right along with the endless spending that we currently see. It's absolutely pathetic, but the only way we're gonna fix it is by exposing it and voting these stupid bastards out. And I'm going to play a clip that literally exposes Nancy Pelosi, AOC, and Joe Biden, they were all colluding with Jan 6. And they didn't care if anybody did anything wrong and they were trying to figure out what narrative they were gonna push on the American people. Anybody now that honestly does not think that Jan 6 wasn't an inside job is an idiot. Because the evidence, the overwhelming evidence has been out there and the fact that you had the unselect committee, the Jan 6 committee, that was out there out prosecuting old ladies and retired vets and all the sort of stuff, this big swath of investigations that they've been doing and going after all the different people that were around the Capitol that day. It's absolutely pathetic and it's a 100% witch hunt. What really happened on that fateful day? Listen, sweetheart, let the men handle it. Are you even listening to Why don't you let me finish? Congressional staffers were almost killed. I thought I was going to die. This is an adult discussion. The public doesn't fear us anymore and you better do something. Oh. What am I supposed to do? Do your f Job, Nancy. Alexandria, let's both be patient and no, respectful no. of each other's ideas. Let's, let's take a step back and look at the big picture. Oh, Joe, I Mitch, don't even have anything to say to you. If we don't make sure those who perpetrated this mayhem are brought to justice, we are all dead. This was a mostly peaceful protest. I don't care why they were there. Violence, nonviolence, doesn't matter. We can't allow those who showed up to get away with this. They can't allow protesters to get away with it. Ocasio-Cortez, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden discussing what to do and deciding to frame the protesters. These people have crossed the line by threatening our democracy. I've given a shoot to kill order for any breach of the speaker's lobby. Every one of these maggots must be prosecuted. Yes, I agree, no more protests in our capital. The video paints a troubling picture of the political power brokers attempting to spin the narrative to protect their own interests. This is not just about the protesters but about the lengths to which those in power will go to protect their own interests. Absolutely, 100% pathetic. But we know, we know what the demons are up to. We know what these crooked and corrupt politicians are up to. They want to squash the voice of we the people. And I'm telling you, there's a hell of a lot more of us 
than there are of them. And what the people did on Jan 6, outside of defaming anything or breaking any windows, and like I said, I would not be surprised if pretty well every single one of those people that broke a window, jumped a fence, moved a fence, defamed anything, grabbed anything, that sort of stuff, was probably a federal agent, a provocateur. I don't know for sure, but obviously the House never wanted to get to the bottom of it. They never wanted to release all the information, all the information that needs to be released to the public, because we should know exactly what happened there, but they don't care about any of it. They don't care about we the people. They don't care about the American citizens. They don't give a shit. They really don't. This is crooked and corrupt politicians we're talking about. The corruption is far and wide. This swamp is deep and wide. People just gotta wake the hell up. And people are waking up. But we just need people to wake up at a bigger scale. I feel like we're on a roller coaster. We're going up that roller coaster and we're going up the roller coaster and we're getting to the top. And I feel like we're pretty well at the top and we should be going back down. We'll see. We'll see because the people really need to wake up. They really need to know what the truth is. Because we know with the lamestream media, the fake news, the puppet masters, the crooked and corrupt politicians, we know that they aren't going to tell us the truth. You got the deep state puppet masters and the globalists that are pushing their green energy garbage on everybody, that are pushing that cow farts kill people and that that is global warming, and they talk about this garbage of our climate raising two degrees in the next hundred years. They've been lying to us forever. I mean, you think about PCAP oil in the 70s and the fact that oil was going to end. No, they are tapping new areas every single day. Oil is endless. And the fact that they say that greenhouse gases are bad for the environment is a 100% lie. If you have more greenhouse gases, that means plant life goes up. And that means more food for our food to eat and more vegetables and fruit that we can eat. It's a lie. It's a hoax. It, it is pathetic. The links that these politicians, that these bureaucrats will go to, that these corporations will go to, to lie and try and manipulate the majority of the population. Because it is a few that is controlling the many. And we need to reverse that. We need to flip it on its head. And last but not least, I'm going to play my Clown Town clips.
We're going to start with AOC, the retard. Specific instance, uh, U.S. sanctions that were originally authored by Marco Rubio began and precipitated, certainly took a large part in the driving of populations to our southern border. Shortly after those sanctions, those broad-based sanctions— You're talking about Venezuela. Yes. Shortly after those broad-based sanctions were enacted, we started seeing uh, dramatic increases in these populations that were coming to our southern border. And so we have to address the root Such of these lie. population movements and the migration crisis. And we also have to address the domestic U.S. policy issues when it comes to immigration reform. But you know the Maduro government has also been responsible for large Absolutely. parts of that. Are you saying that you want to rep you want the Biden administration to pull back pressure on him? I think we need to re-examine the nature of these sanctions. She is an airhead idiot and has no idea what she is talking about. Here's another climate tard. Old John Kerry. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world, uh, depending a little bit on how you count it. But Let's it's push global warming. Six to 33. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. A two-degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. And you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Doesn't work. So we have to reduce emissions from the food system to keep the 1.5 degrees alive. Why do we have to keep 1.5 degrees alive? Because oh, let's starve people. That's what he's saying. As a basis of physics and mathematics, not ideology and politics or party Why? labels or anything else, as a matter of physics and mathematics and some biology and chemistry have told us, these are the consequences. And we already see it happening. And almost everything they've predicted for 30-plus years now is coming true. But the problem is it's coming true faster and bigger than was, in fact, predicted. This is the same guy that has multiple massive mansions, has his own yacht, has a private jet that he flies around all the time saying and spewing the same garbage. Well, if you think he cared about climate change, and I say that in quotations because there's no such thing. I mean, basically, the climate is ever-changing. It's never constant, no matter what these elitists will tell you. He has endless amounts of money. He has jets that he flies around in to go to all these different conferences to push his propaganda so that they will destroy farmland and blame it on cow farts and everything that they want to blame it on because we know that beef is good for human beings. It is. You got the essential amino acids that are in the meat. It's good for humans. Whether you consume it or not, your own prerogative.
but they don't want us to have the proper nutrients that we need to survive and thrive. They want us to eat Z-Bugs. That's what Klaus Schwab is pushing. That's what the WEF is pushing. That's what all these globalists are pushing. You think that they're going to eat bugs? No. They're going to eat their prime rib. They're going to eat, you know, all the fancy food. They're going to eat their caviar. They're going to eat all that stuff. Well, they want us to eat bugs. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then here's a crazy person. And this is a clip that was posted by Libs of TikTok off of X. I'm going to play that clip. Trans men don't need to be like cis men at all in order to be men. Trans men don't need to know that they're a man from a really young age. They don't need to play with trucks as a little boy. They don't need to hate the color pink and purple. They don't need to hate dresses. Trans men can love to wear makeup. Trans men can be of any sexuality. Trans men don't even have to feel like men if they don't want to. They can be bi-gender and feel like both man and woman. They can be non-binary and feel like both either a combination of the two or something completely different. They can use he pronouns, she pronouns, they pronouns, it, it's, neo pronouns. They also don't have to be predators in the way that some people think cis men are. They don't invade queer spaces because they are queer people and they have lived experience as a marginalized gender. They aren't inherently harmful because being associated with masculinity doesn't make anybody harmful. They don't have to go on testosterone or want to go on testosterone. They don't have to want top surgery. They can want to have breasts. They can want to have a vulva. And none of those experiences invalidate the experiences of any man, cis or trans. Because gender is literally anything that you want it to be and can look like whatever you want. And the most beautiful thing about being trans is that every single person does it differently. <laughs> Oh man, that one. The first time I saw it, I was like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? You should be a comedian. Because everything that you're saying is absolutely 100% crazy. You're joking, right? You aren't serious, right? <laughs> oh, these people are filled with mental disorder. That's ah, so crazy. So, so crazy. Oh, I thought that one was absolutely hilarious. And then last but not least, I'm going to play a clip of whiny bitch Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg in the house! He sounds like an absolute retard in this video. I just want to say this real quick, man. I'm a political shit. Ain't no fucking way in the world y'all can vote for Donald Trump when he come back up again. If it is, if y'all do vote for him, y'all some stupid motherfuckers. I'm saying that to y'all. And this punk motherfucker don't care. Don't vote for that nigga. Please don't. Look what he do. He just don't give a fuck. Y'all honest, blue-collar, hard-working people and suffering. So if he don't care about y'all, he really don't give a fuck about us. So fuck him, too. Everybody down with Donald Trump. I said he gets Snoop Dogg. And you know what's funny? Is he is literally wearing the same color as you saw in Maui with the uh, roofs that were painted that blue color.
It's very interesting. I think he's controlled. I think he's told by the globalists to push this kind of garbage. And he sounds like an absolute 100% idiot saying the things that he says. He's such a loser. He's such a washed up piece of garbage. Snoop Dogg! No, thank you, bro. Keep that shit to yourself. Oh, and by the way, I caught it when I saw the clip. So the beanie that he's wearing, it says, Make America Snow Again. So he's one of these losers, or he's used as a pawn to push global warming. What an idiot. What a washed up waste of talent. But anyways, that is the conclusion of the podcast. So like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Chromecast, and Amazon. So like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. Hit the like button. It helps with the algorithm. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Seven